0: welcome to ion fantasy football everyone it is saturday night and we are fired up and ready for two hours of football talk and we're coming to you live from the rocket mortgage by quick and loan studios home is so much more than a house it's the home of your dreams and for 30 years they've been making it better rocket mortgage push button get mortgage
1: welcome to the show i'm adam azer here's dave richard good evening adam azer What's up, man? Hey, you know, before the day of college football began, I spent some time this morning re-watching Matt Moore of the Kansas City Chiefs. He's going to be under center Sunday night against the Green Bay Packers. And uh, I'll tell you what, I I didn't think he was necessarily a great quarterback. I think he was okay. But the touchdown throw that he made to Tyreek Hill – great route. It might have been oh, improvisational. wasn't that great of a throw. Oh, I thought it was that great of a throw. I thought really? it was a very good throw to Tyreek Hill and then Hill did the rest. You know, he sped his way to the end zone like he does more often than not. It's not enough to make me believe in Matt Moore as a good. fantasy starter this week. But I am still buying into Tyreek Hill. You know what his potential is. Travis Kelsey should also get some numbers. And how about this? The Packers have allowed either 120 rush yards or a touchdown to each of the last six running backs they've faced. So maybe there's even room for LaShawn McCoy to finish as a number two fantasy running back.
0: We start the show. You don't even say... Hello to the listeners. You just jump right into to fantasy analysis, not well, wasting any time.
1: Let me clue you in on something, Adam, because maybe <laughs> you're just not aware. It's week eight in the National Football League. There are people out there who are listening who are three and four. They might be facing a deficit because they went up against Stephon Diggs or dare I even say Adrian Peterson. Dalvin
0: Cook. I went up against Dalvin Cook.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I didn't want to say that, but sure. Mm -hmm. Hopefully they went up against Kirk Cousins. That would be the right thing to do. But they're three and four. They need to win. They've got to keep going, and that's what we're here to do.
0: That's right. And we're taking your phone calls at 855 21242278552124CBS Did you know that Drew Brees averaged more than 30 fantasy points per game at home last year in 6-point for passing touchdown leagues and he is back he will start tomorrow Matt Ryan will not Patrick Mahomes as Dave already mentioned will not we have a lot of quarterback news that's pretty much all the quarterback news we have a lot of news to get to though Dave I'm going to give you three options here Which of these three REM quotes best describes week eight? It's the end of the world as we know it. Shiny, happy people holding hands. Or should we talk about the
1: weather? You know, it's funny. We should probably go with option C. Should we talk about the weather?
0: (laughs) I hope at the end that it's shiny, happy people holding hands. But, you know, if, if if you end up two and six after this week, it's the end of the world as you know it. But we should talk about the weather.
2: Time to go around the nation for your fantasy football forecast. Yeah.
1: All right, Dave, what do we got? Weatherman Dave. Well, thank you, Adam Azer. (laughs) Showers and winds expected in Orchard Park, New York on Sunday. 80% chance of precipitation and winds over 20 miles per hour could really affect the passing games of both the Eagles and the Bills. Moving on to Foxborough, Massachusetts, home of the New England Patriots at 1 p.m. Eastern. Actually, it's going to be later than that. It's an afternoon game, late afternoon. 85% chance of precipitation there winds east southeast at 13 miles per hour sloppy conditions could mean sloppy fantasy point production and last but not least we go to jacksonville florida former home of pete crisco drink at 1 (laughs) p.m there are scattered thunderstorms in the area 55 percent chance of precipitation but winds only at 10 miles per hour perfect conditions for leonard fournette to score seven touchdowns back to you for fantasy eye on fantasy football i don't even know the name of this show adam that's it's okay you on fantasy football. you're the
0: weather man that's all you know take the it
1: away dave <laughs> thank you weather person adam, <laughs> all right it's your show Go ahead.
0: thank you good stuff so people have a bad taste in their mouth after that 49ers redskins game oh.
1: how can you tell me to start this guy terry mclaurin yeah exactly what do you mean terry mclaurin can't score touchdowns in a downpour man <laughs>
0: So, um, also, I'm seeing high winds in San Francisco on Sunday. Uh, We'll check on that one. But, yeah,
1: what do you think? I mean, are are you sitting anybody based on the uh, forecast? So, you know my normal MO when it comes to weather. I don't like to check it until an hour before kickoff. But in the situations that we have here, I think it's certainly worth recognizing that, Heavy wind and rain in in Buffalo, that could really mess up Josh Allen's day. John Brown's day could make a good day for Frank Gore. It might actually make the matchup easier for Philadelphia because they don't have speed to threaten downfield with anyway, and it could be a real mess of a game. And the same thing in, in New England. They could just lean on their run game. Both teams could and it could be a close, low-scoring game where all these guys that we want to have big fantasy production from, from Odell Beckham to Philip Dorsett to even Mohamed Sanu and, lest I forget, Julian Edelman, those guys could end up not having the types of days that we would hope for. But we can't really worry about it now. There have been countless times in the past where the forecast looks like doom and gloom, and then it's Sunday, 12.30 p.m. Game's about to start, not a cloud in the sky, everything's fine. Sure. So, so we can... We can worry a little bit, but I don't think it's enough to absolutely say, "Oh my gosh, it's going to be you right. know the most catastrophic thunderstorm in the history of Orchard Park, New York." Get out of here with that. It's not going to. I'm not ready to say that yet, but you should pay attention to the weather on Sunday morning.
0: Yeah, but like if you have to, flex, you know, if you're wondering about flexing Emmanuel Sanders, and we're talking about forecasting for for winds up to 25 or like 25 mile per hour winds in San Francisco, you know, and that's a late game. So we may not know what the weather is going to be like. That could be a terrible passing game for a team that's already extremely run heavy. So you could play it safe in a situation like that. Uh, well, I'm sure we'll have some questions about it. We'll talk about it. If you have any questions about the weather later on in the show, 855-212-4227. day before we turn it over to the callers, without Matt Ryan, without Patrick Mahomes, are there any wide receivers that you want to start other than Tyreek Hill and Julio Jones? So we're talking Sammy Watkins and Calvin Ridley,
1: really. Um, and any would you start or sit those two? I would sit those two and the the reason why you know in the case of Calvin Ridley he's been a deep ball receiver more often than not three of his four touchdowns this year have been from 20 plus yards and I thought Matt Schaub looked okay in relief of Matt Ryan last week but we didn't really see him attack downfield and we know that he's not very mobile and we know that that offensive line for Atlanta is a problem so how often is Matt Schaub going to have time to throw 30 plus yards downfield to a theoretically open Calvin Ridley you know Seattle's pass defense isn't Bad either they're tied for 10th and passing touchdowns allowed and then you're also asking me about Sammy Watkins when has the last time been where you said I've got to start Sammy Watkins? I'm not sure was, if I'd be. It was uh, every week Tyreek Hill was out and he was bad. each time. and, and how, right exactly yeah. he was an absolute. No, okay, nightmare. so we'll sit him. We'll sit. Yeah, him. I, I think he's an easy sit. Now I think it would be harder if Patrick Mahomes was there. I remember last year nine his first nine games he had ten or more PPR points in six of those nine games and that rattles in the back of my head. But it's not enough for me to say that Sammy Watkins should be a start.
0: Let's go to the phones, 855-212-4227, starting with Don in Florida. What's up, Don? You're on Ion Fantasy Football.
3: Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Um, I'm just going to get two quick ones here. I need a, If DJ doesn't play, do I go chase Edmonds over John Brown and PPR? And I need three out of these four for a flex and a PPR. DJ Moore, Brandon Cooks, James White, and Julian Edelman.
1: Yeah, I, I think Cooks is the one you sit as far as But the- but what about that wind in San Francisco? Yeah, I know, I know. Um I'm, I'm still going to roll with You're it. You're going D.J. Way. Moore over Brandon Cooks? Yeah, for now. I'm, you know, DJ. it's not like D.J. Moore is a huge downfield threat anyway. I don't think – and that's the other thing about wind. When it's 20-mile-an-hour winds, it certainly affects the field goal kicking. You're not going to want a kicker in that game. And either of the quarterbacks, if they're throwing 15 to 20 yards downfield, there could be an impact. But if I'm if, – fine. If I'm, if I'm throwing it, it's not going to go anywhere. But if Jimmy Garoppolo's throwing the ball – or if Kyle Allen, that's a better example, 5, 7, 9, 11 yards downfield – I don't think the wind affects it that much. I think that he'll be okay in that regard. And then as for John Brown versus Chase Edmonds, as long as the weather cooperates, I'll go with John Brown.
0: John Brown, yeah. I mean, Eagles give up the most fantasy points to quarterbacks, so not a bad option there. 855-212-4227. Andrew in Minnesota. What's up, Andrew?
3: Hey, guys. I originally had a flex question. I uh, realized I don't have many options, so obviously I already know that answer. Wondering how I can take my team to the next level. I'm already 6-1. and one. I'm looking to just finish everyone off. Um, <laughs> I have Deshaun Watson, Leonard Fournette, Sony Michelle, Tyreek Hill, uh, Tyrell Williams, Gerald Everett, Tevin Coleman, Chase Edmonds, and Devontae Adams on my bench. Oh. Uh, Landry, Marquise Brown, Sterling Shepard, Jarvis Landry. Um, who can I trade? Maybe get a, obviously I need better. Uh, I could use better help at running back, or do I just stand pat? I guess what would you guys do?
1: Oh, the the team sounds awesome. Give me the running backs one more time, Andrew. Sony Michelle, Leonard Fournette, Tevin Coleman, and Chase Edmonds. That's nice. I, I what I would
0: do is I would try to trade for David Johnson. I think that would I, help. You
1: know, I was going to say the same thing. Yeah, but...
0: and you've got these bench wide receivers that maybe you could package. With Sony Michelle. With Sony Michelle. Exactly. We have talked
1: about Sony Michelle on our podcast as a sell-high candidate, especially after the type of game he just had. And if the weather doesn't cooperate in New England on Sunday, he could have another one of those multi-touchdown games. Perfect time to trade him away. And the guy that's got David Johnson has to be pulling his hair out of his head because he's not getting his first-round pick on his fantasy lineup. And you can go and get him. You've got that Cardinals backfield locked up with Leonard Fournette. That's a nice running back duo to have.
0: I'm going to ask you a question, Dave, and then we're going to take our first break. But we got a lot of calls to get to. 855-212-4227. The baseball game, the World Series Game 4, started at like 8.10. Our show started at 10 p.m. Eastern.
1: Which one will end first? I don't even know what inning the game is. Well, in.
0: That that makes it even more exciting. Uh,
1: I'm going to say the baseball game will end before our show. Okay, because last
0: night, I think that wasn't the case. By, by midnight, I don't think. Uh, it's the bottom of the 6th with two outs. So you're probably going to be right, but we have a lot more to talk about. I'm going to ask Dave when we come back, how he feels about chase Edmonds, getting a ton of questions about chase Edmonds. And what about Alvin Kamara and Latavius Murray? If Kamara, in fact does play, we'll check in on the injuries when we
2: come back, keep it here for more. Eye on fantasy football on CBS sports radio. <laughs> Eye on fantasy football is back.
0: Welcome back. Everybody to segment two of Ion Fantasy Football. Adam Azer and Dave Richard here taking your phone calls until midnight Eastern at 855-212-4227. Dave gave us a weather report in our first segment, so if you have any questions, we've got some weather information for you. It's going to be windy, possibly in San Francisco. It's going to be rainy in the Northeast with that Patriots game and the Bills game, and Jacksonville could be a little bit rainy as well as they host the New York Jets. And I wonder, okay, Dave, it's it's Halloween weekend, Jacksonville's facing the Jets. If you're a Jaguars fan and you're going to the game and you don't have a ghost costume on, you are failing at life.
1: Yeah, I would agree. And I wonder if the Jets have just had enough about it and they just try and get Sam Darnold just attacking downfield. And they say, nuts to this. Forget about this ghost stuff. And then Darnold just goes out and has a a four-touchdown day to lead the Jets to a win over the Jaguars. Oh, okay. Uh, By the way, that's not a prediction. That's just a (laughs) what-if. The, the real prediction is Sam Darnold gets sacked four times, three times by Jaguars, one times by nobody, <laughs> and throws, like, one lucky touchdown along the way.
0: All right, let's talk about a few injuries here. So Matt Ryan's out, and, Drew, and Patrick Mahomes is out. We talked about that. Drew Brees is going to start. Again, he averaged 30 points per game at home and six points for passing touchdown leagues last season. He scored 24 points at home in week one, and he had a, an interception inside the 10-yard line that should have been a catch. So he could have had a huge game there. Arizona gives up the fourth most points to quarterbacks, the third highest passer rating in the NFL. So where did you rank Drew Brees when
1: you found out he was going to start? I ranked him sixth, Adam. He is my number six quarterback this week, ahead of Tom Brady, ahead of – well. Josh Allen, for now, because of the weather situation that we've got out there. And I was actually impressed by the Cardinals' defense last week. Adding Patrick Peterson made them a better unit. They had eight sacks of Daniel Jones. That's insane. But the Saints' offensive line just went up against the Bears, and they dominated that pass rush. So I think they can handle what the Cardinals throw at them, and I think Drew Brees can handle that secondary. So he should be just fine. Okay, talking about
0: the running backs in that game. What's the situation now with Alvin Kamara and David Johnson
1: and their backups? Looks like Alvin Kamara has a chance to play. He's listed as questionable. He was limited in practice late this week. So he's got a shot to go. I'm not privy to what Sean Payton is thinking about. If Sean Payton wants to make sure that Alvin Kamara is healthy and ready to go, I think they can win this game against Arizona on Sunday without him. But they might want to put him out there, and then we just don't know. We're at Sean Payton's mercy. Is he going to run Alvin Kamara 15-plus times? Is Alvin Kamara going to be an emergency option like David Johnson ended up being last week? It's a total head-scratcher. I really don't feel great using Alvin Kamara if he plays. And if he does play, that obviously hurts the upside of Latavius Murray, who did look very good
0: So last you think week. you're going to sit Kamara if he plays? I, last, so let me just tell you what happened two weeks ago. He was de- he was banged up going into the game. He got 11 carries for 31 yards. He did have seven catches for 35 yards. So that's a good game in PPR. It's 13 uh, fantasy points. It's, it's th- but, right? But it's fine. Latavius Murray in that game had 11 touches, and Kamara had 18. So you know, it, it's 18 touches, pretty good, especially uh, against a bad defense. I think, I think he would defense.
1: be. I think he'd be safest. I, I would probably couch him as a number two running back. OK, Camara. That and, and what about Latavius? Would you would you sit him? I think he'd be a middle of the pack flex who would need to score or, you know, break off a long run in order to really help you out.
0: If you're desperate for a flex this week, what do you think about Ted Ginn?
1: I, I don't think he's probably going to be one that I would recommend. I know that the matchup seems right for him, especially since Patrick Peterson, when Michael Thomas lines up on the outside, he'll see him. That could open up Ted Ginn against somebody like rookie cornerback Byron Murphy, but it's not enough to trust.
0: All right, he did have seven catches for 101 yards on seven targets in week one against Houston, just to throw that out for people. So Ted Ginn is 9% owned. Are there any other big injuries we need to talk about? Let's talk about the Chargers-wide receivers and how you're feeling about Keenan Allen and Mike Williams and and that situation.
1: I would be worried about Keenan Allen in this game because even if he does play, uh, Coach Anthony Lynn said on Friday that he expects – that he would be on some type of a snap count, so he and and we've poo pooed the snap count in the past, but I think in this case it might be appropriate to believe him mm-hmm. because we've seen now two straight game, two straight days rather, Keenan Allen did not practice. The hamstring injury suffered this week in practice. I don't know if he's got a good shot to play, and his numbers haven't been great anyway. Last week, they tried to force feed him the ball. The very first play of the game for the Chargers was a deep ball to Keenan Allen. It missed, and I just don't see him having a great shot to score against a Bears pass defense that's only allowed three touchdowns to wide receivers all year.
0: Okay, and if he doesn't play, Mike Williams.
1: Yeah, I, I think he. you can add a couple of PPR points to his ceiling, and he's been right around 11 Four catches, 70 yards, that feels like where he's been. So now he might get bumped up to five catches for 80 yards, 13 PPR points. Not somebody I'm excited about, but I would take him over Ted Ginn as a flex.
0: All right. To the phones, CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line, 855-212-4227, is brought to you by GEICO. Great news. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to GEICO. Go to GEICO.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. Thanks for your patience, everybody. We've just had a lot to get to so far, so we appreciate you hanging on there, and let's hear from you. Richard in Nebraska. Richard, go.
3: Evening, gentlemen. How are we doing?
0: What's up, Richard? What's going on? We're doing well. Oh,
3: Awesome. Thank you. How are you, Richard? Uh,
0: Sorry for (laughs) I was so rude of me. How are you? I am doing great, Adam. How are you? We don't care, man. Just give (laughs) us your fantasy question. Come on. I care. I wouldn't wouldn't have asked if I didn't care. (laughs) I appreciate. I'm doing very well. Uh, the Hurricanes won today, so Dave and I are happy. What's up? <laughs> well, um,
3: quick one—you kind of piggybacking on the conversation with the uh, with San Francisco, Carolina. Do you push up um, or no? I'm sorry. Disregard that. With the Seahawks <laughs> um, playing, and Chavez out. I've got 49ers defense. Do I? Um, go on a a swing with the Seahawks against them or kind of use the weather to the benefit and help the 49ers more?
1: It's not just the weather to your benefit. It's a really good defensive front that San Francisco has, and their secondary could start to round into form as well. We already know that Richard Sherman's playing great this season, and some of their other corners have also received positive grades from Pro Football Focus. They've looked good to me as well. I think you just ride with the 49ers front seven and hope that they can contain Christian McCaffrey.
0: Sorry to hang up on you there. Uh, got to get to our next caller, 855-212-4227. Joe in Columbia, South Carolina. What's up, Joe?
3: Hey, fellas. Uh, be real quick here. Uh, PPR League, uh, I kind of have an embarrassment of wealth, so I need your help. I uh, was going to start Chris Godwin, who's obviously always start DJ Shark for my wide receivers. Um, for the flex, those are where I'm struggling, I got Ty Johnson, Emmanuel Sanders, Marvin Jones Jr., um also calvin ridley that i could plug in there and then one last thing am i crazy for even considering to bench chubb against that insanely good new england defense tomorrow
1: well if you're benching chubb you better have somebody really good to go with in his place Ty
3: johnson would be it
1: you know what Joe maybe you've got the guts to make such a move but I'm a little wimp here <laughs> in, in my little radio studio I don't have the guts to do that I would top uh, t- and I like Ty Johnson he's a he's definitely a number two running back for me but I wouldn't even start him over the flex guys that you named I think Marvin Jones forget about last week in the four touchdowns I just think that the right. Lions are going to throw a bunch and Marvin Jones is going to wow. benefit in a PPR format so wait how many you just
0: needed one flex Ty Johnson Manuel Sanders, Marvin Jones, and uh well, Kyle right, Ridley. I have
3: Chris, okay. We'll I have Chris Godwin and DJ yeah. Stock, and I just was gonna plug in no matter what. So Dave yeah. you're,
0: See, Mar- Joe, going with Marvin Joe Jones is bragging about his team. I know. Team yeah. Awesome. Our callers are so such braggadocious today. Oh, I'm six and one. How can I have the dream team? And I've got all you know, we don't all have those types of teams. Okay, so anyway, you like Marvin Jones better than Ty Johnson, Dave? I
1: do. In PPR. Not okay. PPR, it's different, but in PPR I think Marvin Jones I, I think you pencil him in for five catches a game the rest of the season. Oh,
0: okay. Caleb in Pennsylvania. What Caleb, was that? Noise? I just was going to disagree, but that's not, it's okay. Caleb in Pennsylvania, you're on Eye on Fantasy Football. Hey, guys, thanks. Uh, I got a question. I'm not going to brag about my team. I'm 5-2 <laughs> and, and just had a terrible loss, and I'm really starting to get a little bit concerned about my team. I need help at wide receiver. I have both of the Cowboys receivers on by, Gallup and Cooper, and
3: I'm in a league where we start three wide receivers. And I kind of have a bunch of guys that are all in the same area.
0: Mike Williams, Emmanuel Sanders, Calvin Ridley, uh, Preston Williams, and Christian Kirk if he plays. I need to start three of those guys. And then how comfortable would you be with those guys along with the Cowboys receivers for the rest of the year? Or should I go and try to make a trade to get someone else?
1: You know, I would certainly try and package a two-for-one. It's going to be hard to do, but Emmanuel Sanders, if he has a good game eventually, if the weather stops messing with the 49ers... You could see that happen, and if the timing is right with Kirk or, or Mike Williams having a good game, you can take two of those guys, turn them into one receiver, and you're on your way. But I think the Cowboys' offense is still going to be one that provides lots of fantasy points moving yeah, forward.
0: Yeah, so who who are the three that you would start, Dave?
1: Uh, I, I Look, if Kirk doesn't play, it makes it pretty obvious. And if Kirk does play, I would pair him with Sanders and Williams.
0: Okay, uh, you would sit Calvin Ridley? I would. So the other thing I want to say is that I think Calvin really not this week because Ryan's out, and then they got a
1: bye. But after that, Dave, I think Calvin Ridley's going to be pretty good. Well, he's got a nice schedule after the bye. A lot of high-scoring games. The matchup at New Orleans, notwithstanding, but Tampa Bay. Is no, but on he's their the schedule. number two
0: guy. The number two guys do fine against New Orleans, and and the fact is, it's going to be a, a heavy pass offense with a quarterback who's thrown for 300 yards in every game but one, and. No Muhammad Sanu. That's six targets per game gone. I think that's a big boost for Calvin Ridley. I don't know
1: if those targets necessarily boost don't Calvin Ridley. They all go Ridley. to him,
0: but, it, but it, some of them have to go to him. It could be two targets a game that he's getting.
1: It might only be one because I think you're still going to see Justin Hardy play a role in the slot. I think Austin Hooper is just locked in at this point. He's got what he's got, and the running game could also benefit from that as well. Only two more games left outdoors for the Atlanta Falcons. So are you agreeing with me or disagreeing with me? Until week 17. I disagree a little bit. I I hate hate you. I think he'll be good. I just, I'm not ready to put him in that top 20 wide receiver list.
2: I hate you, Dave Richard. Eye on Fantasy Football is back.
1: And
0: we welcome you back to Eye on Fantasy Football. Earlier in the show, I asked Dave Richard, Dave, which do you think is going to end first? Our radio show, which started two hours after the baseball game, or... World Series game four. And Dave, I'm here to tell you that uh, the World Series game is over.
1: So Wow, that was fast.
0: Yeah, well, it's 8-1, to one, and the Nationals probably are going to decide we're done. We're just going to rest up, save our arms. You can have this one. We'll just call it a game. Mm. So it, 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 it's pretty much over. But our show is still going, and we're taking your calls at 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Quick starter sit, and then we'll get to nothing but your calls for the rest of the segment. Dave, starter sit, Kyler Murray at the Saints.
1: I'm nervous about him. I think he's good enough to start with, but I would strongly consider a couple of other options that you might be surprised by. One of them, he has stuck in my rankings all week long, Daniel Jones. I've got him as a top-12 quarterback against the Lions. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game between those two teams. And Jameis Winston, back off the bye at Tennessee – I think he's gonna be able to rebound to a degree as well.
0: Okay. Yeah, I was I I was gonna ask you about Jameis, but apparently he's a start for you. How about a start.
1: Odell Beckham at New England. You know, I, I'm not I'm not brave enough to say he's an out and an out sit. I'm looking at my PPR rankings right now. He's twenty first. I can't remember the last time he was this low in my rankings. So it's been a while. I would take Kenny Stills ahead of him, DJ Moore. Uh, I, I would take Cortland Sutton and Robert Woods ahead of him as well. I think that there's more upside with those guys than with Odell, but you know the deal with Beckham. One big play, and he's off to the races, and it's a long touchdown that's possible against anybody in the NFL. Can you really live with yourself if you put that on the bench?
0: I can. DK Metcalf, but I would start him. DK Metcalf. Oh, okay. I, I kind of like DK Metcalf this
1: week at Atlanta. Starter sit? Last week, I said that I, I liked DK Metcalf and his matchup against Baltimore, but I couldn't quantify why. And you know what? He ended up stinking. He wasn't very good at all. And that went for a lot of Seahawks players last week. I think DK Metcalf has a much better matchup this week, and he's worth taking a shot on as a flex.
0: He had nine targets last week, so you were on the right track. How about... Philip Dorsett against Cleveland, starter sit?
1: Yeah, I'm okay with him as a flex. I think that he's a little bit better in non-PPR than full PPR because I don't think he's going to get a lot of targets, but we know Josh Gordon's not coming back. Dorsett's been very good working as an outside receiver. I think he can keep it up. Tyler
0: Boyd facing
1: the Rams in London. So the only thing in Tyler Boyd's favor right now is the target share. You can count on him to get at least eight, maybe even 10, but he played terribly last week. And I think the Rams are going to have a formula for shutting him down. They can use Roby Coleman in the slot when he lines up in the slot. And he'll probably draw Jalen Ramsey when he lines up wide. Not the best week to trust him.
0: Ty Johnson against the Giants.
1: I think that Ty Johnson is going to end up being just fine. He's going to be the primary back for the Lions, probably working a 60-40 timeshare with J.D. McKissick, could only catch one or two passes, but I think he's got a shot at 80 yards and a decent chance to score because that Giants' run defense isn't very great.
0: J.D. McKissick is 29% owned. Not saying you should start him, but it's not a bad idea to pick him up just in case he has a bigger role than we anticipate. And finally, how do you feel about Sony Michelle against the Browns?
1: I think he can score again. I think the yardage can be there. I think the volume will be there again, and that's what keeps him as a number two fantasy running back.
0: All right, everybody. Sunday, it's an NFL on CBS doubleheader, starting with the Colts battling the Broncos or Kyler's Cardinals taking on the Saints, followed by the Browns and the Patriots going toe-to-toe in Foxborough. It all begins with the NFL today at noon Eastern, 9 Pacific on CBS. And now we get your calls. We're going to try to get to as many as we can in the next 10 minutes. Going to ask you just for one question. Make it quick. You don't have to ask how we're doing. I'm doing great. Dave's okay. Okay. Uh, Dave's not doing so well, and uh, that's it. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. Chris in Chicago, get us started.
3: Hey, I need one wide receiver and one flex, which can be running back, tight end. You know, yeah. Uh, Preston Williams, Ted Ginn, Ronald Jones, J.D. McKissick, Sammy Watkins, and I really want to bench
1: Odell Beckham going against New England. No. Uh, also, <laughs> Jonathan Allison's in that mix, and James McDonald. <laughs> You literally have Odell Beckham and a bunch of guys that nobody wants to start on their fantasy team, Chris. You have to. I go do, with Odell and this is non PPR by the way. Uh, okay, well that that helps a little bit. I would go with Beckham, and and I think I'm going to go with Ronald Jones as the other one, especially if it's non PPR.
0: All right, thank you very much. This is Cliff in Massachusetts. Cliff, you're on eye on fantasy football.
1: Hi guys, thanks for taking my call. Uh,
3: 14 team, full PPR. I have uh, Devonte Freeman. Carlos Hyde, Tevin Coleman, and Ty Johnson. i got to sit one of them.
1: And I'm going to sit Hyde from that group. And I know that he might even have the best matchup because he's going up against the Raiders, but he doesn't catch the ball very much. And if he doesn't score, he's going to leave you with less than desirable fantasy pointage.
0: Haven't gotten a lot of PPI this year, but we did there. I that love perfect. it. 855-212-4227. Ben in New Jersey. Ben, you're on Eye Fantasy Football.
3: Hey guys, um, twelve-team half-point PPR league uh, stuck at my RB two spot. Um, Kevin Coleman against Carolina, which has been a run funnel defense, or Ty Johnson against the Giants, which you can attack the Giants pretty
1: much any any way. Any which I mean, way, I know the, yeah. So the rankings have been. A little close for both these guys. I just wanted to get your thoughts. It is close between those two, but I like Ty Johnson just a little bit better. I think there's a little bit more upside. They're both going to split. They both have matchups. Well, I don't know if they both have great matchups. I think Ty Johnson's the one that's got the better matchup of the two. Chase Edmonds just ate them up for three touchdowns. Now the Giants are on the road. I think Ty's the one you you trust. I'm
0: pretty high on Tevin Coleman. As I've taken so many questions about him, I've realized that I like him. 16 carries or more in each of his three games since coming back. Uh, if the wind is bad, if the weather's bad, I think there's more of that to come. So yeah, I, I've been I've been recommending a lot of Tevin Coleman because he's the kind of guy that people have you know a lot of questions about. They have good options, and they got Coleman late, or you know, or, or maybe they picked him up off waivers. He his ownership got down about seventy percent when he was injured. Yeah. So it's been tough. I like him. I, I think Carolina has been okay against the run at best. I'd say since they lost Kawan Short, so. um, yeah, we'll see. I, nobody's been able to run the ball for Detroit on anyone, on any team, except for, the, except for the Chiefs. Like, they ran the ball on the Chiefs. That was pretty much it. So, I'm nervous about the, Ty Johnson, but okay. Dave says Ty Johnson. I'm going to say Tevin Coleman. Dave in Wisconsin, welcome to the show.
2: Hey, guys. Hey, I'm 07. The only reason I'm calling is because I want to hear myself on the
0: radio. <laughs> ah, <laughs> welcome,
2: welcome. Yeah, I know. God, my God. But, okay, question. Uh, I need a quarterback. Uh, do I hook up? I can pick up Ty Williams or I can pick up A.J. Brown. Do I hook up David Carr with Williams or do I hook up Ryan Tannehill and a six-point touchdown, uh, Ryan Tannehill with A.J. Brown? Thanks.
1: I can't imagine how you're 0-7, Dave. Uh, <laughs> look, I, I think Ryan Tannehill is actually the one that you go with. He, he looked great last week. He didn't look like the guy that I remembered seeing from Miami, very aggressive with the ball, threw in tight windows. I think he can come up with a couple of touchdowns against that bad Tampa Bay secondary.
0: Would you go with Tyrell Williams or AJ Brown?
1: I'd go with Tyrell. So you're getting a little bit from both here. You're getting a yeah. little bit from that amazing Spread Titans offense and a little bit from the Raiders offense. I can't imagine a, a better winning formula. Sorry about 018. 855
0: 212 4227. Ernest in Texas. What's up, Ernest?
3: Hello guys. Happy early Halloween. Th-
0: thank you. What's up, Cus? I watched the surprisingly good Ugh, am I really gonna use that word? Horror movie last night, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3D. I enjoyed it. Oh, no. Yeah, I know it was. I enjoyed it. Uh, what's up, Ernest? Not much, not much. Uh,
3: real quick, I am down, uh, Adam. By the way, if you want to go to Heath's uh, house and do some eggs, um, but my question is, Wait, uh, Heath, what? Heath's
1: house. You, you mentioned in the podcast
0: <laughs> I'll bring the eggs for sure.
1: Yeah. Wow. I'm down with you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Premeditated and, uh, just, vandalism on Ion Fantasy Football tonight. I, I'm surprised. No,
3: it's just little, you know, the Kurtics. The Cadbury X.
1: Cadbury,
0: Cadbury X. Exactly. That's what we're
3: throwing. Exactly. Right. So, oh, so, full uh, PPR. I need a uh, running back. I got the Philly backfield. Or do I go with JD McKissick? And, real quick, Dave, uh, or cousin Dave, Hey. Uh, if for some reason Kamara is oh, sweet baby, do you please do? Uh, I got Kamara. I'm, no, I'm sorry. I got
1: Murray. Yeah.
3: So, can I put him in place of Chubb? Because I know Chubb has a really tough matchup.
1: Yeah, it, you can get away with that. I think Latavius as a solo act against Arizona could be better than Nick Chubb against the Patriots. Still a little bit of a risk, but I would do that move. And as far as Sanders versus Howard versus McKissick, oh boy, the tough one. I, I think Sanders probably is really best chance against to break the a Bills. It's terrible. All three are terrible. McKi- I don't know that McKissick's terrible. I mean we don't know that. All right, look, here's he's a converted wide receiver who might get 7 times.
0: You going Sanders? I'm going We got we Sanders. only got we, we uh I've been way too slow. Let's go. Rapid fire. Here we go. Q and A, question and answer. 855-212-4227. One question per caller. Jonathan in Pennsylvania, let's do it.
3: Hey, um I'm projected in a close one against one of the top teams and he has Matthew Stafford. So I'm thinking Do I play
1: Kenny Galladay or do I sub him in for Brandon Cooks or Tyreek Hill? You, I would go with Tyreek Hill over Kenny Galladay. He's got the most upside. I almost never look at who my opponent has when I set my lineup. It's just there's nothing you can do about it. I think Tyreek is the one that's got the most upside of the three receivers you have.
0: Rick in Cleveland, Rick, go. Hey, I got a thanks, guys. I got a sure.
1: I got a drop. I got a bench one. Full PPR, four receivers, am I dropping? Am I benching Odell, T.Y., Allen Robinson, or D.J. Shark? You're benching Odell. There's, a, there's an example where I feel more comfortable with the upside of the other three wideouts than Odell Beckham, who doesn't seem to have that same type of upside.
0: Okay. Uh, I will say I'm getting a touch nervous about D.J. Shark, but we can reevaluate after this week. We give him the benefit of the doubt. Jacob in Maine. Jacob, go.
3: Alright. I need I need a wide receiver flex. I feel crazy asking this, but I got Tyreek Hill, Chase Edmonds, Golden Tate, Alan Robinson, DJ Chark, and then Philip Lindsay.
1: And you need one wide receiver and one flex. Is it PPR, my good sir?
3: It is PPR.
1: Okay, so I think Tyree Hill is a pretty obvious one. And I think just the, the the safest of the rest of the guys that you have is going to be Allen Robinson, who's currently a top 12 wide receiver in full PPR. Yeah, good
0: options there. Good options. Really good options. Yeah.
1: Jacob's team is loaded.
0: Andrew in Dallas. Andrew, go.
1: Hey, what's going on? Uh, so I got an f- open flex spot, full PPR.
3: Uh, I want to start either Melvin Gordon, LaShawn McCoy, or Gerald Everett.
1: It's actually a close call between LaShawn McCoy and Gerald Everett. And I like the usage. Yeah. I like the, the the target share that Gerald Everett's getting, and he's got a nice matchup because it's full PPR, and I don't expect LaShawn McCoy to get a lot of catches, nor do I expect him to get yeah. a lot of playing time. Let's roll with Gerald Everett. What a world we're living in, Adam, where we can recommend Gerald Everett over Shady and Melvin Gordon.
0: <laughs> Crazy. Jeff in Reno, Nevada. Jeff, go. Uh, PPR, Vic or Ryan.
3: Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I need two of the three. It's a point per
1: rush and a point per catch. Breida, Edmonds, and Mo- or Montgomery. Thanks. And you only need one, Jeff? Two. No, two. two. Yeah, Jeff's, Jeff is an OG, by the way, with the Vicar Ryan, Ryan. Yeah. Chase Edmonds is a must, especially in this format where catches and carries get so much uh, attention. And I think I'll go with Montgomery over Burita, but I don't feel great about it. I am concerned, unlike my colleagues here at CBS, that David Montgomery will disappoint again this week. Keone in Minnesota. Keone, go!
3: Um, I am in uh, half-point PPR. Vessel, Wilson, or Drew Brees?
1: I'm going to go with Wilson. Amazing matchup against Atlanta. In Atlanta, that secondary, I'm still not sold. They played better last week. I think Wilson bounces back on the road has a huge game against the Falcons.
0: I am so disappointed that Matt Ryan is not playing. I would have made the game more fun. for Patrick Mahomes is not playing, Dave.
1: Oh, my. Mahomes versus Rodgers? We might not see that again.
0: That's a good point. That stinks. That's four more years from now. Okay. That's it for hour number one. We'll talk more football. And answer your questions at 855-212-4227. After this quick quick break, we are live until midnight on Ion Fantasy Football. Stick around.
2: Eye on Fantasy Football is back.
0: Yeah, welcome to hour number two, everybody, of Ion Fantasy Football. Live until midnight Eastern. I'm Adam Azer with Dave Richard. And we're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. Home is so much more than a house. It's the home of your dreams. And for 30 years, they've been making it better. Rocket Mortgage. Push button, get mortgage. We've been taking your phone calls all throughout hour number one. We've talked a little bit about the weather. We have talked about some injury situations with David Johnson and Alvin Kamara and Drew Brees and Matt Ryan, etc. 855-212-4227 is the number. I also, at the beginning of the show, asked Dave, hey, Dave, what do you think's going to end first, our radio show or the World Series, game four? And Dave said, I don't even know what inning it is. And I said, Dave, it's the bottom. There are two outs in the bottom of the sixth. That you was an didn't hour me ago. tell that until
1: after I answered.
0: Which you said our show would end. No, you said the game would end first, right? Yeah. Uh, that was an hour ago. Two outs in the bottom of the sixth. There are currently two outs in the bottom of the seventh. <laughs> and they are making a pitching change. This is a ter- uh, quick tangent. This is a terrible viewing experience. I don't care if you're an old school baseball fan or whatever. This is awful. These games are four hours long. It's pathetic. Get it together, Major League Baseball, and give us something. It's the World Series. I want to watch the World Series. I don't want to have to go to sleep at 1230 in the morning just to watch the World Series. It's pathetic. Now, Dave, let's talk football. Please. Sorry about that. I'm going to give you a game. You tell me starts and sits,
1: generally speaking. Yes, sir. Philadelphia at Buffalo. I don't want to make you mad like Major League Baseball. It's ridiculous, Dave. I don't know how many people I really feel good starting especially if the weather ends up being ugly there. There's wind and rain in the forecast, and I'm talking serious wind. I don't really bother with 15 miles an hour. It's going to be more than that. But let's just pretend that it's going to be a picturesque day in western New York. Josh Allen would be a start, his top wide receiver. John Brown would be a start. I think Cole Beasley would be a PPR flex. Not really feeling the running game for Buffalo or anybody else for the Bills other than their DST. Now, on the other side of the ball for Philadelphia – I think really only Alshon, Jeffrey, and Zach Ertz are the guys that you'd consider starting. And Alshon's more of a flex this week. Ertz a top 10 tight end. I would sit Carson Wentz. I think the matchup is too tough, and we know that that offensive line, especially a left tackle, is going to be a liability for the Eagles.
0: Let's talk about Tampa Bay and Tennessee, and I want you to start with Derrick Henry. And if you're hesitant at all to start Derrick Henry against one of the best run defenses in football.
1: I'm not. I think Derrick Henry is going to continue to get a big workload and i think the titans are going to try and pound it with him but I do think Tennessee will be a little bit more open to the forward pass. They struggled with that with Marcus Mariota because he wasn't really that good at it. But Ryan Tannehill showed last week that he can hack it. I think he'll continue to get good opportunities. And that Tampa Bay defense, that front seven, they're getting Jason Pierre-Paul back. I believe he's been activated. Mm-hmm. Sounds like he'll be able to rush the quarterback. That would certainly help Tampa Bay. And I think it could lead to some a little bit of trouble, not a lot of trouble, for Ryan Tannehill. His receiver's. Corey Davis. I think he's a low-end number two receiver. I think A.J. Brown is a good PPR flex. I would take A.J. Brown out of Cole Beasley, just as an example. And there's a couple of interesting tight ends in this game. And you know the starters for Tampa Bay. I, I don't need to get into Chris Godwin Mike Evans. But
0: not the running backs. backs. Avoid the running
1: backs. Uh, yeah, avoid the running backs on the Tampa Bay side. And I think Jameis will finish as a top 12. But the tight ends. We know O.J. Howard is out. Not going to play. And there's already some rumors circulating that maybe he's on his way out Of Tampa Bay and this is just a precursor to that Cameron Brate's put up better numbers than OJ Howard this year anyway if you include touchdowns more fantasy points and I think he's got a shot to score against Tennessee they've been very bad against tight ends if you need a tight end go look to your waiver wire he's available in over 70% of CBS Sports Leagues Cameron Brate's a top 12 tight end and Johnu Smith is a good sleeper tight end for the Titans as he will replace Delaney Walker okay I mean Cameron
0: Brate Josh Hill Facing Arizona, John U. Smith, how would you rank those three? I, I, you just ranked two of them, but how yeah, would you rank Brait, all three?
1: Brate would be number one, Hill would be two, and uh, John, who would be three?
0: And who would you start them over? We're talking Jimmy Graham, T.J. Hawkinson. What are you thinking? I,
1: I think I can go Braid over Hawkinson, but that's about it. I think Hawkinson's still better than those other guys. But you might have taken a chance on Darren Fells. Uh, you might have, uh, you might have wanted to try Jack Doyle. We know Jack Doyle's banged up. Ben Watson with the Patriots. I would sit those guys. Go in a different direction. Go with one of these up and coming tight ends that we're talking
0: about. All right, Tennessee's a very good matchup for Cameron Braid. Just so you know, in fact. Hill, John Smith, and Josh Hill, and Cameron Braid all have good matchups. But Cameron Braid last year played six games without O.J. Howard, who, by the way, does not have one target. O.J. Howard does not, does not have one green zone target this year that's inside the 10 yard line, does not have one this season. In six games without O.J. Howard last year, Cameron Braid was on pace for 35 catches, 347 yards, but eight touchdowns. He does have a tendency to find the end zone.
1: Well, Jameis has the tendency to look for Cameron Braid in the end zone and that's something we've already seen this year and something that we haven't seen from O.J. Howard.
0: Yes, absolutely. Dave, the number is 855-212-4227. I've got something called an Azer fantasy tip. This is when I tell you something that's fairly obvious and act like I'm doing something special, but it's not. Okay, listen, if you play on CBS Sports, you should go to your roster trends page, go to the players tab in your league and click on stats and click on roster trends, excuse me, and then go to most owned. Start with most added if you want, but most owned. Sort by free agent in any position you want. And sometimes you find some players that are like 90% owned. I just picked up Jameis Winston. I was getting ready to start Mason Rudolph, which isn't a terrible streaming option, but I'd rather start Jameis Winston. Earlier in the week, Jamie in one of our leagues, uh, he picked up Drew Brees. I cannot believe I didn't know that Drew Brees was available. But sometimes when you look at the projections, for example, when you're doing your waivers, and Drew Brees on Tuesday night was expected not to play, He wasn't listed in the projections, so I missed him. So it's just a good idea. There are always going to be a few players here and there that trickle through, that are at 90% owned, that we don't talk about on our podcast or the radio show. Check out your roster trends. Check out the most owned list, sort by free agent, and you never know who you might be able to find on waivers in your league. All right, let's get to the calls here. Bob in Nashville at 855-212-4227. What's up, Bob? What about Bob?
3: Uh, standard one receiver, one running back, uh,
0: John Brown or Cortland Sutton, and Melvin Gordon or Eckler.
1: I'm going to take Eckler over Melvin Gordon because I think he's the more explosive running back of the two, and I think the Chargers will trail in the game against Chicago, so Eckler will be better there. And if the weather's good in Buffalo, let's go with John Brown. If the weather's really bad, if the wind is really bad, we'll stay with the comfy confines of, uh, of Lucas Oil Stadium. Where Cortland Sutton will perform professional football acts of heroism. <laughs> Here's
0: Bear in Washington D.C.? What's up, Bear? Hey, quick. So
3: two quick questions. Uh, half point PPR on both. So I've got um, Austin Eckler or Tevin Coleman.
0: And my Echler's second one is Brandon What Eckler? Yep.
1: Okay. Not not with Coleman at all. You know, no, I like Michael I like better. Coleman. Adam and I'll fight over this. Well, look, think...
0: it's if full PPR, I would definitely go with Eckler. Coleman might catch it's that, one pass. Is
1: that much of a difference? Yeah, I mean, I mean, Echler, We're talking that might be two or three points different. That's max. a big
0: deal. I mean, I think Eckler's not getting the goal line work. I mean, maybe he will this week, but I, I still don't see. I, I still would bet on Gordon getting that. Tevin Coleman, if he's getting the goal line work, which he has been, and he's sixteen carries a game, I I would go with
1: him. I think there is no doubt about it that Eckler is the better running back in LA right now. I didn't and, say I'm not comparing. And their him to offensive line, their offensive line is a total mess. Of course, they it can is. work around that with Eckler.
0: Okay. And what's your second question, Bear? Uh, so it's going to be Brandon Cooks, Emmanuel Sanders, or uh, DJ Moore, half PPR. Yeah,
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna take Moore. That's All gonna right. be the one that I would go with.
0: Thanks, Bear. Thanks for driving a wedge between me and Dave. Well, now this is awkward. Yeah.
1: Let's just, end the sh- let's, just, <laughs>
0: let's just end the show right now <laughs> all right jim and do you gotta do your your laugh at some point uh jim in connecticut jim what's going on
3: yeah how you, how you doing buddy hey. um number two receiver uh cole beasley or sammy watkins and i've got marvin jones and flex
1: yeah, so move Marvin Jones into your number two receiver spot and now tell me that you can start a running back or a tight end instead of one of those sorry receivers that you told us as your wide receiver.
2: Okay, good. Thank you.
0: <laughs> but if you had to go with one of those sorry receivers, Beasley PPR or Watkins? Beasley,
1: non-PPR Watkins.
0: Uh, okay. <laughs> George in Miami. What's going on, George?
3: What's up, guys? George. Go Kane! Yes.
0: yes! See, David, I <laughs> should be
3: friends tonight. We're, we're Go thrilled. Go Cain! Gentlemen, I need some help. Non-PPR. I got to choose two. I got Juju, OBJ,
1: Shark, or Howard. Okay. You mean Jordan Howard? <laughs> yes. Throw All him right. out. You're not going to pick him. If you only need two in a non-PPR, I think I'm going to sit Odell here. I I can't resist Juju Smith-Schuster against the Dolphins because even if he makes four catches, there's a very good chance he can break away from one of those Dolphins defenders and score a touchdown. That's what Juju does, and it's almost what you have to count on. If it were a tougher matchup, I would sit Juju. But I would go with him, and I would go with Chark, and I would sit Odell Beckham.
0: All right, it's been three games in a row now, I think, for the Jets. Three straight weeks, Alshon Jeffrey, Michael Gallup, the Patriots wide receivers. Nobody's had more than 52 receiving yards against them. Uh, but you know, so you said sit Beckham, right? Yes, I did. Yeah, I I, I agree. I would sit, I would start shark over Beckham, but I'm actually wondering if DD Westbrook is, is the better guy to own. He's got eight or more targets in four of his last five games. I, I, I know like, there's no way I couldn't do it. Right. Sharks just had this really good breakout season. Westbrook. It just hasn't happened for him yet, but he's starting to play better. He's starting to get very targeted. You know, I just, I'll just say this. I think DD Westbrook's a nice sleeper this week, and he's 73%
1: owned. If he's active, remember, yes, he, of course he, he the- did not participate in a full week's worth of practice. He's got neck and shoulder injuries, and he could end up not playing on Sunday.
0: 855 212 4227. George in Arizona. What's up, George? Hey, what's going on, guys? How are you guys doing?
1: What's up, George?
0: Doing well. Thank you. It's a
3: two-part question for two different leagues, if possible. Okay. They're. They both have four in PPR for RB2, Melvin Gordon, Carlos Hyde, or Montgomery.
1: I believe I have Carlos Hyde ranked the highest of the three. Interesting. I do not. Oh. I actually have Melvin ranked two spots ahead of him, but maybe I shouldn't, Adam. It's uh, a close one. Let me just weigh this out real quick, and then we'll come to a conclusion together. Carlos okay. Hyde's got a score. Melvin Gordon's got a score. Neither of these guys are going to get you 100 total yards, especially Melvin Gordon against Chicago. But Melvin can make plays in the passing game. So I think I would lean a little bit closer to Melvin Gordon than I would Carlos Hyde because I can't count on Hyde to get you those catches.
0: All right, your second question, George. Second question is for the
3: flex. There's also half-point PPR. Carlos Hyde again or John Brown?
1: Oh, I would go Brown over Carlos. Oh, Net that was Park. easier. Thank you, George. Much easier. Yes. Thank you for an easy question.
0: Numbers 855-212-4227. We are live until midnight Eastern. Get your calls in. 855-212-4227. And we're coming right back on CBS Sports Radio. Yeah.
2: I on Fantasy Football is back.
0: Adam are back here with Dave Richard. Rocking out to rage. Here on Ion Fantasy Football. What's going on, everybody? Thank you so much for listening to us on this Saturday night. Why aren't you dressed up? Why aren't you at a Halloween party right now? And thank you for listening to us at your Halloween party. That must be awkward for everybody else, but we really appreciate it. Dave, are you excited for this for this holiday, for this upcoming holiday? I just had Reese's Pieces Peanut Butter Cups during the break because I'm that excited about Halloween.
1: And I can hear it in your voice (laughs) because you're on a sugar high right now. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I'm excited for Halloween because I enjoy making uh, my neighbor's happy you know we've got a lot of friendly neighbors they dress up in Halloween costumes they come around with their kids obviously I'm talking about the kids and not the actual grown-ups who cares about that (laughs) but they they come by I make them say trick-or-treat I check out the costumes I rate their costumes I do a full non-PPR rankings of all the neighborhood kids costumes and at the end of the night I post it when we're out of candy on the front door and everybody comes around to see who's ranked number one that's great
0: Dave speaking of rankings yes I need Kevin Coleman to do well this week because I've recommended him to so many people
1: who Are there... have you recommended him over I wonder if we have anybody in common that Ty Johnson would... yeah they're back to back for me I think Ty Johnson's got a little more upside than Tevin Coleman
0: honestly I don't really remember I just when i when in doubt I tend to be siding with him I think I recommended him over Robert Woods Definitely. They're, I don't know if I did that in PPR,
1: but yeah, um, I, I kind of like Woods this week just based on the matchup and what I'm expecting from him and where he'll line up against the Bengals.
0: Well, my question, though, was for you. Is who are the guys you've recommended so many times this week that you feel like, oh, they better have big games?
1: Well, yeah, and there's guys every week where I feel that way. Chase Edmonds would be one of those guys against New Orleans. I like him as a number two running back, but a lot of people have to choose between him and uh, a Royce Freeman a Miles Sanders, a Tevin Coleman, for example. And I would go in that direction. I would take Chase Edmonds. And one guy who I haven't been recommending is David Montgomery. You know, sometimes we don't all agree when it comes to players in fantasy and Jamie Eisenberg has a very, very good argument for David Montgomery because of what Matt Nagy said. He's got to run the football more. I agree that the bears are going to run the football more. I think they've realized that David Montgomery isn't very elusive and they can go with Tariq Cohen or Mike Davis if they want to. So I'm nervous to go with David Montgomery because I don't know a, if he will even get 15 touches and B, even if he does, there's no guarantee that he's going to be good for your fantasy team.
0: Yeah, I hear that. And Chase Edmonds, I mean, he needs he needs pass passing downs work. And this is obviously all about David Johnson missing the game. If David Johnson's in, we're not going to be recommending Chase Edmonds unless he's in for three snaps. But uh, oh, no. like, you can't really run on New Orleans; they're tough. And I'll tell you, I wanted to, I talked about Derrick Henry uh, in our last segment. Go over what some of the running backs have done. Let, let's look at the four running backs that have had 15 or more carries against the Saints and how many yards they've rushed for. Matt Breida, 37. Christian McCaffrey. Uh, uh, sorry, this is against the Bucks, not the Saints. This is about Derrick Henry. Four running backs with 15 or more carries. Matt Breida had 37 yards. Christian McCaffrey had 37 yards. Alvin Kamara had 62 yards. That's the most against the Bucks all year. And Christian McCaffrey had 31 yards in his second game against the Bucks. That's why I'm nervous about Derrick Henry. He gets nothing in the passing game. He's going to have to score, or he right he might give
1: you four fantasy points this week. That's a great stat, and it makes me want to use Ryan Tannehill in daily fantasy.
0: Trials. Yes, absolutely. I mean, the Bucks have a legitimately great run defense, and they are terrible against wide receivers. I've given this stat so many times, and not on the radio show, but multiple wide receivers have scored eight or more non-PPR fantasy points. That's a solid game. Mm-hmm. Two of them in the same game five weeks in a row against the Bucs.
1: Yeah, it's really true. They've given up tons of numbers. And now back to Tevin Coleman. One last start sit with him. Tevin Coleman or Odell Beckham in non-PPR? Tevin Coleman. Wow. Just like that. Yeah. I mean,
0: like the, the Patriots have given up one touchdown through the air all year. It was a Golden Tate kind of fluky play. They've only faced one really good wide receiver unless you count Tate. And that was Juju. He had six catches for 78 yards in week one. I think Beckham could do that. But Beckham's been bad this year. I man. let's be honest here. It hasn't been so, Beckham
1: who's been bad. It's been Baker Mayfield fair. in that offensive line that's been bad. And the Browns are going to come into this game with a reshuffled O-line. They've made a change at left tackle. I would go with Coleman. How about you? I've got Beckham higher in non-PPR, but by literally two spots. Odell okay. Beckham, you can look at my rankings right now on CBSSports.com, 47th among everybody in non-PPR, Tevin Coleman, 49th.
0: 855-212-4227. Here's the deal. We, I promise you we're going to unload the phone lines in our final a segment of the hour. But right now, let's we'll see how many we can get to with Kenny in Florida. Kenny, go.
1: Yes, I have a question for Brandon Cooks or Austin Eckler The start half-PPR. I'm going to go with Eckler. uh, Cooks just hasn't been consistent enough, and I think Eckler can make a difference in the passing game for the Chargers. All right, Mike in New Orleans,
0: 855-212-4227. CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line is brought to you by GEICO. And again, it's 855-212-4227. Great news. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to GEICO. Go to GEICO.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. What's going on, Mike? You're on Eye on Fantasy Football.
3: Uh, PPR, tight end, uh, Kittle or Hunter Henry? My first question.
1: I'm going to go Hunter Henry over George Kittle in PPR this week. Ooh,
3: okay. I so, in my, in my flex, then uh, uh, Kittle, Sony, or um, Edmonds?
1: And it's the same PPR league? I'd go uh-huh. with Kittle there. Go double tight end. Okay. All
0: right. Thank you, Mike. Oh, my gosh. We have another Mike in Rhode Island. What are the odds? Mike, number two. Go.
1: How you doing, guys? Two quick questions. First, quarterback. Josh Allen in the weather
3: or Drew Brees coming back?
1: I'm gonna go with Breeze over Allen. All right, nice. The second one's a trade question.
3: Um now it's uh no PPR, but defense scores a little higher than normal standard. He wants Ingram and Pat Steve for me. You're willing to give me Josh Jacobs, um, Juju Smith Schuster, and either New Orleans defense or Panthers defense. Should That's a win. It?
1: You're gonna take it that it. trade and right, uh I would go with the New Orleans defense.
0: Pat from Ohio. Here we go, everybody. What's up, Pat? What is up, fella?
1: What is yeah.
0: up? Yeah.
3: I appreciate all your manpower, all the hard work, hour after hour, so I took my time and wrote these rhymes in the shower. Red, <laughs> red zone, starting at the 20-yard line, keeping <laughs> Aaron Rodgers rocking all of the time when Don Bonte Adams is feeling a million times fine. Well, again, dropping Bridgewater, skipping that drop, going down with the fill-up in the green zone rivers. Matt Sharp got ambition. You can look in his eyes. Last week he was on a bench. This week he's open on drive. Brady takes my TDs when I'm in need. Now I ain't saying he's a gold zone digger, but, Sony, I just figured, get down, girlie. go ahead, get down. Back up, Matt Moore. <laughs> It's over now. Do we know how to pick up the free agents and go without my, my homes? Non-PPR, I need two for the rest of the season. James White, A.J. Green,
1: John Brown, or Marquise Brown. Have a lovely evening. I would go with the first two for the rest of the season, Pat, and that was another five-star wrap-out. Would of
0: you. you really go with James White in a non-PPR league? Yeah, I think okay. so. I mean, it's not
1: my favorite choice. Who would you I, go with?
0: Uh I mean, I'm a little risky, so I feel like I'd go with AJ Green. And, uh, yeah, I agree. Who is this? John AJ Green and John Brown?
1: Oh, I, he said John Brown? Yeah.
0: I'm changing I think so, my answer. Right? Is John Brown, AJ Green, Marquise Brown, and James White, Pat?
1: Yes. Okay. I changed my answer then. My apologies.
0: Okay. Pat, I, I think I only got one song in there.
1: I, I heard Gold Digger. What
0: else? Uh, Gold Digger, Gold Dust Woman, um, just everything with gold. <laughs> <laughs>
3: no green. Uh, the Green River. Oh, okay. The green River by TCR.
1: Green and gold. And, this must uh, be an red, omen for the Packers. And what red, was the red, red song? Was there a red song?
3: Red, red wine.
0: Yeah. Oh, that.
3: Oh, red, that's what
1: that was. All right. Well, red,
3: next, green, gold,
0: next time, dude, you got to get a magenta song in there. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. Let's get one more call in here. Nate in Houston. Nate, go. What's going on?
3: Hey guys, how's it going? Hey Nate. Hey, two quick cool questions. Uh, with the weather, would you go Tannehill over Allen and tie in John New or Josh Hill at uh, PPR? Thank you.
1: John New or who at Josh Hill. Josh, Hill. Josh Hill. I would Hill. go Hill over John New, And for now, I would put Josh Allen in over Ryan Tannehill. The weather would have to be very windy and very rainy for me to make that switch to Tannehill.
0: It's been an hour and a half, and I haven't asked you, Dave, what's going on. What's the deal with the Raiders running backs?
1: It looks like Josh Jacobs has a good chance to play. We know that he practiced on a limited basis on Friday. It was the only practice he had this week in the event he doesn't play. DeAndre Washington would be the guy that would primarily step in. Jalen Rashard would also get some opportunities. We're looking for Jacobs to play, but DeAndre Washington, not a bad stash at this late hour if Jacobs is out, you got yourself a starting running back in week number eight.
0: Very, very surprised that our 14-year-old producer, Ryan Hickey, got the Seinfeld reference. Very, very surprised.
2: Eye on Fantasy Football is back.
0: All right. One last segment here on Eye on Fantasy Football. And the huge show's coming up next, so make sure you stay tuned here on CBS Sports Radio. That's starting at midnight Eastern. 855-212-4227. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. I'm Adam Azer with Dave Richard and Dave, let's set a realistic goal for phone calls in our final segment.
1: Okay. So a number of callers that we're going to answer and it's got to be realistic.
0: <laughs> Sorry. I just saw your Twitter poll. Oh yes. Please. Uh, if,
1: if, if you don't mind listeners out there across the nation, uh, <laughs> please go to my Twitter page, twitter.com slash Dave Richard, all one word and vote in our Twitter poll. Um, It has to do with our show tonight and the people on it. Thank you.
0: Okay. uh, Yeah, what's the number? Uh, Five. Five. (laughs) Okay. Uh, This is Dave's Twitter poll. With Dak Prescott on a bye, I need a quarterback in a (laughs) a 2QB league. I've been offered Matt Ryan and Matt Moore for my Dak Prescott, Corey Davis, and Allen Robinson. Who made this incredibly insulting offer? A- (laughs) a seven-year-old child, B, a clueless old lady, <laughs> C, a turtle, or D, azer. I know I'm going to vote for me because I – actually, I should have voted for a turtle. I'm going to vote for a turtle. Turtles in second place. Oh, 17%. I'm winning the vote 65%. Yeah. It's not that bad of an offer. It's I'm, a horrendous I'm offer. giving you a quarterback this week, Matt Moore. I'm giving you a better quarterback rest of season than Matt Ryan. You're giving me Dak Prescott – Who's on a bye,
1: and we don't know when Matt Ryan's going to come.
0: He's going gonna to play as soon as his bye is over in week 10.
1: Right, so i got to go with Matt Moore for two weeks, yeah. and I've got to give up Corey Davis and Allen Robinson.
0: Corey Davis? When did you pick up Corey Davis? I picked him up this week. And you care about losing
1: Corey Davis? I care about losing Allen Robinson a okay. lot Okay, I, I could understand Davis. that, but you're getting, that you ri- getting Matt Ryan. I'll tell you something else, Adam. I think Corey Davis really showed us something last week because of what Ryan Tannehill did. And I think people, if they can still find Corey Davis on their waiver wire, should put him on their bench for week number eight to see what happens next.
0: Well, I think it was the turtle. 855-212-4227. All right, Q&A. Let's go to as many as we can. Let's get 25 callers. That's our goal. Andrea in Buffalo, go.
3: Hi, guys. Um, I need a quarterback. My choices are Josh Allen, Mitch Ryan Tannehill and Daniel Jones.
1: Yeah, how can you go against your guy Josh Allen out there? I don't now, if the now, A- Andrea, can you tell us what the weather is expected to be like in your neighborhood tomorrow?
3: Um, for it's pouring rain right now. Um, it's going to go up to kickoff, and um, it's twenty-five to maybe forty miles per hour oh, wind.
1: Now that's Ma- incredible.
3: Maybe, maybe. I'm hoping it's going to go down to at least 20 miles per hour wind.
1: And I think that would affect Josh Allen. And if that were the case, I would honestly tell you to start Daniel Jones at Detroit. Okay. All right. Thank you, Andrea. Okay, thank you, Thank guys. you for that reporting y'all. on the ground, Andrew. Yeah. Much All right, thank you.
0: I don't understand how you have faith in Daniel Jones. He had Washington in his building, and he stunk. He had Arizona in his building, and he stunk.
1: He's going to be good against Detroit? The Lions pass defense banked up without Darius Slay and Quandre Diggs. Their defensive line is going to be without Mike Daniels for another game. And I think the Giants are going to be able to participate in a high-scoring slugfest. I hope. And Daniel Jones is going to lead the way. I think the Giants might win because of Whoa. Daniel Jones on Sunday.
0: Oof. Brian in Baltimore, Brian, go. What's up, guys? I'm What's starting up? Kittle or
1: Kiddo at tight end. This is PPR. My um, flex. Do I go with Chubb or Hunter Henry? Thanks. In PPR, I could talk myself into going with Hunter Henry. He's involved that much. You really though? Offense. Is that what you're going to do? What?
0: You really gonna take Hunter Henry? Yeah. Okay. You said you could talk yourself into it. I don't know if that was your answer. Yeah, that's the answer. Okay. I know we're trying to go fast, but I just want to let everybody know Nick Chubb and the Browns have been blown out by two opponents this year. And in both games, he had twenty touches and eight and seventeen touches. He had 17 or more touches. So he will touch the ball a lot. Just you don't have to freak out about Chubb. 855 212 4227. Mike in Canada. Mike, go.
3: Hey, guys, hope your night's going good. Uh, I got Lamar Jackson
0: and Matt Ryan. Obviously, they're both not playing this week.
3: Do you think it's worthwhile hanging on to Matt Ryan and keeping him for the stretch run or trying to trade him? Like, I know you guys aren't a fan
0: of two QBs. I think he's going to be a uh, I monster. Also have
1: Sterling Shepard, Curtis Samuel, A.J. Brown to drop if possible. But Yeah, Samuel would be the one to drop for a quarterback for this week. You can trade Ryan now. You should ask for something fair for him. <laughs> instead of what other people might <laughs> it's do. It's not that bad. Um, and, and I think having both those guys, eventually a trade will come. I don't know when the trade deadline is in your league. For a lot of my leagues, it's in the next two weeks. So hopefully for the next 10 days, two weeks, you can find somebody to take Ryan off your
0: hands. John in Maine. John, go. I need a QB to fill in for Mahomes for the next few weeks. Should I go with uh, Minshew, Matt Moore, or Philip
3: Rivers?
1: I would go with Minshew just for this week. And the matchup that he's got against the Jets, and then play it by ear after that. You know, Jacksonville, after their game against the Jets this week, they've got Houston the week after that. That's, that's overseas. That's that would be a good matchup. So you might get a two week window here with Gardner Minshew as your quarterback. He will be on a buy after that, so you can't just write him out.
0: Thank you, John. Appreciate it. 855 212 4227. Caleb in Fort Worth, Texas. Caleb, go. Uh, yes, uh, for PPR, Odell or T. Williams. And then also Rivers or Winston.
1: I'll take Winston over Rivers and Odell Beckham over Tyrell Williams. And, Adam, with that call, we've done it. We've hit our (laughs) five-caller goal. And now we can exceed our goal for the rest of the segment. Beautiful.
0: Uh, Lewis in Chicago, you're caller number six. What's going on,
3: fellas? I love the show. Thank you. Um, I need two out of the three PPR league wide receiver slot, DJ Moore, Sanu, or Crowder.
1: Well, more for sure is going to be in there. Sanu or Crowder? Do you take Mohamed Sanu in his first game with the Patriots if the weather is okay in Foxborough? You know, there's supposed to be some bad weather there too. Uh, I and you know what? There's going to be bad weather in Jacksonville. I think Sanu could catch more passes than Jamison Crowder.
0: Rick and Buffalo. Rick and Buffalo go.
1: Hey, how you doing? This is Rick and uh, the in Rochester. Oh, okay. Rochester. Screw <laughs> right. right. Buffalo. Yeah, no, Buffalo. not screw Buffalo. Both <laughs> cities are awesome. That's okay. up, there. Right? Yeah, they been
2: there. For sure. Hey, um, I'm really doubting that Kamara's going to play because they're going to be on a bye next week. Yeah. Um, I, I have Parker on the bench, Devontae Parker on the bench. I just picked up Preston Williams, both uh, for the Dolphins uh, with Fitzpatrick.
1: Who do you think
3: I should play uh, if Kamara's not playing?
1: Yeah, you know, it's what they say when Alvin Kamara's out, turn to the Dolphins and start one <laughs> of their guys. But in, I'm, seriously, in this case, and it's in a PPR league, I assume, Rick, yeah, I, I think Devontae Parker, he, he's been rolling right now. The coach has talked him about this week. I don't know if they're doing that because they plan on trading him or what. But Devontae Parker has been playing better. He makes fewer mistakes than Preston Williams. That's enough for me. I know Williams is getting more targets, but he's making mistakes with them. Some of them are just not catchable. I think Devontae's the way to
0: go. Patrick in Ohio again, or is this a different one? Pat, what's going on? What up? Uh, what's up, man?
3: <laughs> it's Patrick or Treat from Ohio. Think pink, listen to FFT. I'm going to start, stop losing. I'm going to start winning. I'm not going to give up. I'm going to keep bad dropping. I'm going to work harder. I'm a fan dual survivor that drop back quarterback jack and you don't want that the blitz is getting it's getting it's getting kind of heavy i got the power when it's all said and done do you believe golf is a whoa? man cbs got some heck of fantasy writers you guys wiser make my team stronger make me a fighter should i cordon josh Borden, or drop them pick up a second defense like green Bay because i have the chargers the second segment is dedicated to all the soldiers and angels of best cancer Thank
0: you. Have a lovely evening. <laughs> Thanks. We'll hear from you soon. Don't carry two defenses. Hang on to Josh Gordon. Brian in Florida. All right. In all seriousness, we got about four or five minutes left. We've got a ton of calls to get to. Here we go. Q&A. Rapid fire. Brian in Florida. Do it.
3: Let me start by saying I'm
1: just very thankful that Adam Azer invented podcast and fantasy football mm-hmm. I uh, can't wait to watch NFL Magenta Zone tomorrow. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> yes, I am hosting that for seven hours. Big day for us tomorrow. Thank you, Brian.
1: Dave, you won me my league last week. Um, so you made me a little worried about Cole Beasley. Full point PPR, deeply Cole Beasley or Darius Slayton? Thanks, guys. Yeah, let's stick with Beasley. Uh, again, assuming that the weather is okay and tolerable in Buffalo, the floor of six catches and 60 yards is there.
0: Jack in Boston, go.
1: Yo, what's up, guys? I'm really nervous about Keenan Allen if he's going to be a
2: decoy. So if you can rank these guys in PPR, Keenan Allen, Robert Woods, uh, Emmanuel Sanders, and Corey Davis, and more specifically, who's going to be great in the green zone and will Melvin Gordon run over the Bears this week? Thanks, guys.
1: I don't see Melvin Gordon running over the Bears. That would, I think the Bears bounce back defensively, especially against the Chargers. If you didn't want to start Keenan Allen, I think Robert Woods is your best bet, followed by Corey Davis, Emmanuel Sanders third. But I like them all as top 30 type of receivers.
0: Joe in Wisconsin. Joe, go. Uh, yeah, I got a half point
3: PPR. Uh, I'm wondering if I should take Carlos Hyde or Chase Edmonds.
1: Let's go with Edmonds. Ride that hot hand. It's a tough matchup against New Orleans, but I think the Cardinals can leverage him properly against them, and he can come up with good numbers.
0: What if David Johnson plays?
1: That makes it worse for Chase Edmonds, but I don't think he's going to. He didn't practice all week.
0: All right, but what I, if he does, Edmonds or Hyde? I I would. Oof. Yeah, it's tough. <laughs>
1: yeah, I, I'm going to go with Edmonds.
0: Okay. A 212 One question, please. Zach in, in West Virginia. Zach, do it.
3: All right, 16-team PPR. Uh, I need to sit two. I got McKissick, Slayton, Pascal, Henderson,
1: and Howard. I'm going to actually sit Jordan Howard of that group along with J.D. McKissick. I think those are the least productive guys you got.
0: Daryl Henderson you're starting, Dave? In in this situation, yeah. Who are you starting
1: Henderson? Or who are you starting over Henderson from that group? Howard? Probably. Well, you're probably going to lose.
0: <laughs> no, actually, Henderson's Henderson had up a decent, a right, yeah, Las- going up against Cincinnati. Decent roll last week. All right, Paul. is going up against. Sorry. Paul in Las Vegas. Go for it, Paul. Hi, Adam and
3: Dave. I love you guys the show. Thank you, sir. Uh,
0: yeah, 12 team standard.
3: Uh, I can start two tight ends. Uh, I need two out of four of these guys Sutton,
1: Juju, Hoopa, or <laughs> uh, Waller. Let's go with those tight ends Hooper and Waller.
0: 855 212 4227. Still have a few minutes left. Ryan in St. Louis. Ryan, go. Pick
3: three out of these running backs Chris Carson, Austin Eckler, Marlon Mack, Trace Edmonds, or Ty Johnson.
1: I would sit Ty Johnson, and I think I'm going to sit Chase Edmonds as well. That's a good group of running backs.
0: Daniel in Louisiana at 855 212 Daniel, go. First time, super
3: long time. Y'all just answer my question. You said sit Chase Edmonds and Ty Johnson. Damn. Uh, so tell me, do I start DJ Moore or do I start uh,
1: Larry Fitzgerald, PPR? I would go more over Larry Fitzgerald. Although I do think this is going to be a slightly better PPR week for Larry than what we've seen in the past few weeks. We're, and
0: we're not saying sit Chase Edmonds and Ty Johnson in a vacuum. Just that guy had good options. Scott in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Scott, go.
3: I got uh, three wide receivers, half point PPR. I need two out of the three. I got DeAndre Hopkins,
1: Cortland Sutton, and Allen Robinson. I'm going to sit Sutton from that trio.
0: Wow. I think we cleared the board. Good stuff. Good job, Dave. Good show. Thanks, buddy. We cool? You and me? Always. (laughs) You're my man, Dave Richard. You're my boy. All right. Everybody, good luck this week. Make sure you stay tuned for the huge show. It's been a really fun couple of hours here. And guess what? We are ending our show before the baseball game is over. That is oh, no, unbelievable. no, I wrong. They couldn't even get through three damn innings in two hours. A little bit less than two uh, hours.
1: Here we go. You're going to start ranting That's and ridiculous. raving about baseball taking too long. That is
0: it for Ion Fantasy Football. The Saturday Night Huge Show is up next on CBS Sports Radio. Now, if you like what you heard, please check out the Fantasy Football Today podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts. I got some thank yous to give out. First to Dave Richard. Great job as always. Thanks to Ryan Hickey and James Boccioni for making us sound good. And, of course, thanks to all of you for listening and calling. I'm Adam Azer. Good night, everyone, and good luck in week eight.